Well, welcome everyone. You are listening to Celtic Preacher, and this morning we're going to be looking at, well, my morning, maybe not yours, we're going to be looking at one of Jesus' parables, and we're going to be looking at, it's called the parable of the seed, and it addresses questions like, what is God doing in my life? How does God work? What is God doing in the world? It addresses questions like, how come I can't see God's activity very clearly? So that's what we're going to be looking at this morning in our, our text is from Mark chapter 4. It's called the parable of the seed. It's a very short parable. And by the way, Jesus often spoke in parables and these teachings contain a lot of wisdom, but there's something that's uh, unusual about a parable. Because a parable gives you certainly spiritual truth and wisdom, but it often gives you some spiritual truth and wisdom that you might not necessarily want to hear. In other words, it's maybe going to go against the grain in some way. It's going to tell you something that's maybe going to make you chafe or you don't really like that or it's uncomfortable in some way. And so Jesus would often tell parables and then just, just leave them. He wouldn't necessarily explain them. Sometimes he did. But oftentimes he would just leave people to think about them. So we're going to be looking at this whole dilemma of what is God doing? Why can't I see things very clearly? And Jesus gave this very short parable. He said, the kingdom of God is as if it's like someone scattered a seed on the ground and the seed would be planted and night would come and day would come and eventually the seed sprouts and grows and then the gardener doesn't exactly know how the seed grew but he planted it it grows and eventually the harvest is ready. And that's the parable. That's it. Really short. Now, like most of the parables, the teaching doesn't exactly leap off the page, doesn't it? Does it? I mean, it's not like you listen to that parable. Okay, somebody plants a seed. It goes deep into the ground. After some time, with the right conditions, the plant grows up and then it's harvested. Right, on first listening, which is often the case with Jesus' teaching, on first listening, it might not necessarily make much sense. Right? And this is the way it is. They don't necessarily make sense immediately. But when you think about them, take a little bit of time, ponder, kind of get into the way of it, you can start to see some spiritual truths in the parables. See, a lot of Jesus' teaching is basically taking our understanding of God, which is usually faulty, which oftentimes is wrong, or it's inadequate in some way. And a lot of Jesus' teaching you'll find is saying, you know what, that's not exactly how it is. So what Jesus often does is that he takes the default belief, the thing that we hold as true, something that we kind of take for granted, and then 
tells us a parable that usually gives us the impression, oops, that's not how it is at all. For example, let me give you an example of a default position. And even kids have this. I don't know where we pick these things up. Here's a, a default position that many, many people uh, believe this. If, this is, the, this is the belief, if you're good, if you have faith, God will do good things for you. Okay, there's the built-in default. If you're good, if you have faith, God will do good things for you. Jesus would say, mm, no, actually that's not the way it is. Here's another one. Here's another uh, built-in default. If you're bad, if you don't have faith, God won't do good things for you. That's another one that is actually uh, quite inadequate. I mean, even the psalmist tells us that the rain falls on the good and the bad, right? So much of the time with the parables, they're going to sort, they're going to chip away at our default, which can kind of be unsettling, but he's usually going to replace that with something that's going to help us in the long run. So back to the parable. What is, it, what is it all about? What is this seed? What is this seed parable? Tell us about God, God's ways in the world, God's will in my life, and in the people around me. Because this is really a, a common question that people of faith ponder. I mean, we're always thinking, where is God in this? Or how is God working? Or how is God leading me. These are all common good things to think about, right? We think about these things a lot. You know, take last week, for example. If somebody asked you last week, uh, where did you see God in your life last week? I mean, where, where were, were you aware of God's presence at any particular time? Or did you think about God at any particular time? we might recall an answered prayer. A prayer that we got a yes. Right? So we might say, yeah, I, I, I kind of think I sensed God last week. God really helped me last week. I got that job that I interviewed for. I'd really been, I'd been thinking about it and praying about it and weighing things up and I got that job and... and um, I think, you know, that was, that God really came through for me. Or you might say, yeah, I saw, I saw God work last week. Uh, they accepted the offer on the house or the deal closed. See, our default is always, we tend to measure God's activity or God's working in our lives with pleasing results. If the results are pleasing, God's in it. God's presence is there. It's a good thing. Now, that's not necessarily bad. Jesus would say it's completely inadequate. And the reason that it's completely inadequate is because Jesus teaches if you didn't get the job, if 10 people outbid you on the house, if you didn't get the deal, that is absolutely no indication at all that God is not actively involved in working. It's like, really? 
Yeah. It's like the seed. God's ways. God's kingdom. God's working is like a seed that is planted. Now, when a seed's planted, it's going down into the dark, deep earth. It's hidden. It's invisible. It's unseen. You really don't know what's happening down there. It's not obvious where the seed is. You don't know what's going on underneath the surface because we can't see there, right? We can't see there. The seed is there, but we can't see it. Now, we're getting a hint of some of the spiritual truths in the parable. God's ways are often invisible to us. We can't see what God's doing in our own lives, let alone in the lives of someone else. It's just, it's a bit humbling, you know, it's a little disconcerting, right? The parable of the seed, it's a bit disconcerting. It's like, well, do you mean I can't understand the ways of God? Ah, yeah, Jesus would say it's, it's about right a lot of the time. They're often hidden, like the seed underground. And if God's ways are hidden, they might not make sense. You might think that God isn't even there working in the situation at all. You might think that the challenge or the disappointment or the grief or the, the hope or the confusion, you might think it's quite empty of God. You might be thinking to yourself, I have absolutely no idea where God is. I've prayed, I've prayed, I've asked, I've waited, nothing, nothing's happening. The parable says, just because you can't see any evidence means nothing at all in the spiritual realms. You can't see planted seeds until they sprout. Right? Think about that volunteer tomato plant if you're a gardener. Where did it come from? Where, how did it get there? You know, how did it grow up? Well, that's just what seeds do. And the seed in the parable is God's kingdom. Now, the God's kingdom isn't a place. God's kingdom is God's will. The thing that we pray for every time we pray the Lord's prayer, right? We're always praying this. Let your will be done, we say. The parable is saying, oh, you can be sure it is. The seed's planted, and it will grow, and it will be harvested. And here's the thing. Here's the thing that's surprising. The seed is going to grow with or without our help. The seed's going to grow whether or not we believe it will grow or not. The seed's going to grow because it's God's seed, and God planted it, and it will grow because God's going to make sure that it will grow, right? Now, it may be underground. It may be hidden. It might not be obvious to us, but that doesn't mean that nothing is happening. See, the parable is teaching us something is always happening. God is always working in our lives. God is always working in every situation. But the caveat is, of course, it may be hidden. 
at this point in time. You know, if you reflect on this for a moment, it kind of starts to make sense because, you know, spiritual fruit, the life of the spirit in the spiritual realms, everything takes a lot of time, right? Like, for example, forgiveness. That takes a lot of time. If you've been hurt badly, you could take, I mean, I don't want to discourage you, but you could take years to forgive, couldn't you? Long before forgiveness is obvious, in other words, long before you're actually enjoying it, there's a lot of time, there's a lot of hidden time, there's a lot of grace time, quietly working a way to resolve the dilemma over weeks, over months, sometimes over years. And it's all quite unseen to the eye. Right? And then one day you, you just think to yourself, you know what? I think I'm over that. I think I'm over it. I think I can move on. I wonder, how did that happen? Because time passed. The same is true if you're trying to uh, overcome a particular fear or maybe an unhelpful habit, something that doesn't serve you well. A lot of waiting time in the spiritual life. Right? No wonder the psalmist speaks about waiting on the Lord. Most of our lives, we're waiting. Right? We're waiting to learn how to deal with the impossible person in our life. We're waiting to learn patience. We're waiting to learn tolerance. We're waiting to learn compassion. Right? For some of us, patience and tolerance and compassion don't come naturally or easily. Right? We might tend to be quite the opposite. But in the spiritual realms... Things take a lot of time. In fact, it's the only way certain spiritual fruit will grow. It's the only way. Uh, you can see why this parable isn't one of the more popular parables. And I wonder if it's because it kind of goes against the way that we normally operate. Because we like to be in control and we like to have quick results. And the parable of the seed is saying, well, you're not in control and it's not going to be quick. And it's going to be hidden. And furthermore, it's not up to you. It's about the seed. It's not you. You can't make it grow any faster or make it grow any slower. You can't plant the seed and then have it harvest in a few days. It simply doesn't work that way. You can't rush things. It's like you can't hurry up a seed. You can't harvest in a week. A corn seed can't be harvested in a week. And it's exactly the same with God's ways in the spiritual realm. God's harvest in our lives. It's like you cannot love an enemy in two days. Well, I, I should say most of us can do that, right? That's pretty advanced. That's a pretty advanced spiritual transformation to love an enemy. That takes a long time. You can't love yourself in a week if you've disliked yourself for 30 years. That takes time. 
You can change a pattern that you've ingrained for 40 years. You can't get generous in a month if you've been worried about running out of money for 70 years, right? You just can't. You can't suddenly be flexible and go with the flow if you're a controlling person. Why? Because all these, these are deep transformations. They take a lot of time. You can't stop worrying in a month if you're the type of person that worries. These are deep transformations of the heart. Are they possible? Yes, Jesus would say they're possible. But a lot of the work that God is doing is hidden. Yes, there will be a harvest. That's guaranteed. The harvest is guaranteed because God planted the seed and God will bring it about. But I think maybe what is more helpful is rather than focus on the hiddenness of everything or the waiting time, which tends to be difficult for most of us, it might be better to focus on God's faithfulness rather than me thinking, well, God is just inactive and there's nothing happening and I can't see any results. And the parable is saying, have you considered that God is active, but it just remains unseen at this time? Can you receive some encouragement from the parable that waiting isn't necessarily a bad thing? And not being able to see God is not necessarily a bad thing. Something to ponder. Well, you've been listening to Celtic Preacher. Thank you for joining me. We've been looking at the parable of the seed been looking at the wisdom of Jesus, reminding us that God is always working, always active in all situations, whether we see the results we hope for or not. So I want to encourage you to hold on to that when life feels out of control. I want to invite you too to join me next week for podcast number three. We're going to be looking at Jesus' teaching on how to navigate the storms of our life looking at Jesus calming the storm how do we access that kind of peace thanks for listening